everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. And Jim, for this time around, we're finishing up at the moment, at the moment, the, I guess we could call it the trilogy of recent Royal Rumbles. Yes, yeah, because we did the last episode, the 2018 Men's Royal Rumble. Well, I guess you should stress this, the trilogy of Men's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I should. Yeah, Because there are two other Royal Rumbles that we haven't done in 2018 and then the other one in 2019, the Women's Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, And then we did the episode before that, the Watch Along, mm-hmm. um, starring the golf cart that we didn't see. <laughs> the world-famous golf cart. That we didn't see. That we did not see, yep. Uh, this, okay. is good. this is going to be a really interesting episode because it's also the most current Royal Rumble on our current timeline. Now, I will stress... This is being recorded very, very... I can't stress how far in advance this is getting recorded. Yeah. So some things that we say concerning certain wrestlers during this match may be outdated. In fact, it's mm-hmm. a very strong possibility a lot of our comments will be outdated by the time this airs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But one thing that won't be outdated is my, um, my rant probably later on. You could call it a rant. On intergender wrestling. Yeah, um, that that's definitely been uh, a topic over the last several years, as far as um, wrestling fans go, and and that's something. And I'll be honest, I, I haven't really talked about that much, only because I feel like other you know other podcasts have done it. Okay, and. I think if we're going to do it, now probably would be the best time Agreed. for at least this podcast. Yeah, and then also maybe I'll, I'll probably have a hot take on Impact Wrestling. Um, uh, yeah. Um, because they had, um, not to cut you off, but their last pay-per-view, mm-hmm. uh, which was in April, they had an intergender match. Well, I, I wasn't necessarily saying that. Well, we'll get to it because it kind yeah, of we'll, ties... We'll, Ties into well, not really, but well, I'll probably get to it. Plus, we're talking about the rest of uh, the promotions anyway on this one because mm-hmm, this is are. the final match. Whereas last week we didn't talk about the other promotions because the men's match, men's rumble match, wasn't the final match. Exactly. Uh, so they're at a baseball um, place. Yes, they are. They are at a. They are at Chase Field, which is home to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, and I was trying to think real hard. I do believe this is the first Royal Rumble that it is held at a baseball stadium. I agree, and I hope it's never held at a baseball stadium again. Uh, yeah, but... I hate the graphics. Not to go <laughs> too far into it, but I hate, hate, hate the graphics. They are the epitome... You know what they're equivalent to? When what? you're watching a movie and you see bad CGI. Huh. Okay, I never thought of it like that. So, prepare for me getting mad about graphics, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, I hope they're never at a baseball stadium again. And that's it. So let's talk about the roll call of champions now. 
even though this is the final match, we're actually going to skip the women's because that's its own thing for another a whole other episode. Right. So we're not going to say who wins that match. Right. When we do the when we go over the card. So going into the Royal Rumble, uh, the current WWE champion is Daniel Bryan. The current Brock Lesnar Memorial champion is Brock Lesnar. Good for him. The Intercontinental Champion is Bobby Lashley. The United States Champion going into it is Rusev. The SmackDown Women's Champion is Asuka. The Raw Women's Champion is Ronda Rousey. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions are Cesaro and Sheamus. The Raw Tag Team Champions are Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Oh, that's probably the graphics people now calling for you. Good, no, I can I'm tell them kidding. how much of a terrible job they did. <laughs> and the current WWE Cruiserweight Champion is Buddy Murphy. For Impact, the current Impact Champion is Johnny Impact. The current Tag Team Champions are the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., the X Division champion is Rich Swan, and the Knockouts champion is Taya Valkyrie. And finally, in Ring of Honor, the current Ring of Honor world champion at this time is Jay Lethal. The tag team champions are the Briscoe Brothers. The television champion is Jeff Cobb. The six-man tag team champions are the Kingdom. And the Women of Honor champion is Kelly Klein. And let me add also that uh, there's a very important development that happens around this time. AEW was announced at the beginning of the year. Yes. Yes, they are. And I think it was like a few weeks before this Royal Rumble, they had the big uh, the big uh, pep rally. Well, not pep rally, but it was a rally mm-hmm. in Jacksonville. And we got to see... Some of the talent that they brought in, and the big one at this time is Chris Jericho. Right. So hopefully by this time, or you know, for the next Rumble, which I'm pretty sure the show will still be going on for, AEW will be added to the uh, the what's going on on the rest of the wrestling world section. Maybe. All right. So the big story about this Royal Rumble and this Royal Rumble match in particular was. Oh my god, this event was so long. Oh man. So, uh, did you watch did you, let me ask you, did you watch the event cuz I did, but I was like I'm only going to I'm going to watch the whatever Royal Rumble cuz I didn't know which one was going first. Right. I'm going to watch whichever one and then if I can catch part of the second one, I'll watch anything up until 9:30. Mm-hmm. So I was like if the second Royal Rumble match starts at 9:30, I'll watch the second Royal Rumble match. As it yeah. turned out, that first Royal Rumble match barely happened at 9.30. Mm-hmm. What a and long hour and a half, because this event was boring. I, you know, I, I remember watching, because I, I, I watched the whole event live when it happened. Lucky you, you didn't have work the next day or school? No, I, I did go to work the next day. Uh, what a true and, okay. I know, right? And I was like, I was looking at the time, and I'm like, holy shit, this is going long. 
Like, I don't think it ended until at least 11.30. It may have gone a little longer. I, I think that's when the rumble started. Because I, I have a comment. <laughs> it started at almost 11 o'clock. Well, no, because I have a comment um, when we get to the actual match that one well, of the announcer says, which made, made me think that it started at 11.30. Right. And, and I have... Like, I, I didn't write it down, but I do have a mental note that I want to bring up for this match from when I watched it the first time around. Okay. Um, so, there's looking at it, there really is no excuse for this event to have gone on as long as it did. And we'll get to that, I guess, when we talk about the rest of the card. Right. Um, your announcers are... Correct me if I'm wrong here. Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, Corey Graves, and JBL. Yes. You got it all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The, the other thing that this Royal Rumble affected for me when watching it live is because of the way it's set up. And mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm going a lot really into the setting since this is the first time it's been in a baseball field. Yeah. I'm used to, like, when the next Rumble participant comes out, you get the theme song and you get the, like, you see the Tron video. Mm-hmm. This, you don't get the Tron video. Yeah. So a lot of them, I was just like, who's this? And then it also made it even more cleared, that's even more clear, that CFO dollar sign is garbage at theme songs. Because I was like, okay, who's this? I knew, barely knew like half of them. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on the settings? Do you want to be contrary to me and try to defend them? I'm gonna say first off, it looked weird for for it being the Royal Rumble. Mm. Um, I mean, wrestling happening in baseball stadiums in general is something that's gone on for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time since, I want to say, WrestleMania 19, they had a pay-per-view in a baseball stadium. I, I could be wrong on that, um, but I don't know. It it just looked weird because you're so used to the big stage and the Titantron, and you're just so used to it. And then you go to this ballpark, and it is such a complete different look. I don't know if it can honestly be defended, you know, in in this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna go attack it like I mean go after it like you are, but it really like the the small entrance wasn't good, but the long walk towards it was okay. I, I was fine with that. Now I assume that the small entrance that they were coming from was. A dugout, right? Yeah, it was okay. from a dugout. Yeah, because I remember I saw um, Impact when they had run, did those baseball shows in um, uh, in Brooklyn, I believe it was when the, the home of the Cyclones, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember the oh, I was like oh, they're coming out of the dugout. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean it's you can't tell it from here, really, but that's I assume that's where they were coming from based on. Based on my wrestling at baseball stadium knowledge. Yeah. Well, I hate to spoil it for you now, Jim. Yeah. But 
They're going to have another Royal Rumble next year in a baseball stadium, oh, so... Well, then get at least get the big screen back. Maybe they'll get next year right. Maybe. Just don't do the graphics. <laughs> That's, like, my biggest problem with it. Um, so I'm so impressed that you stayed awake for this. I, I know, right? I barely stayed awake for the hour and a half waiting for the first Rumble match. <laughs> And, I, and all I could think of is like, oh my god, why, why can't this? I swear, look, listen, listen. Looking back at our 2011 Royal Rumble, that mm-hmm. should be the format for every one, every Rumble. Mm-hmm. The Rumble, well, since it's two Rumbles and two matches, done. Yeah, I could go with that. I wonder if these people had a had a tough time meeting the the audience for this Royal Rumble, as the audience for. This year, the WrestleMania, whatever WrestleMania we're on, 35, 36, 35, 35, because uh, I heard that was a nightmare. Well, going, yeah, going home. Th- thankfully, I was not there for that. So. For, for, I mean, again, it's, there's no reason for a freaking what was it, five and a half hour show or something like that. About, yeah. So I knew, I look, if I were to go, I would be like. I know I would have left an hour before because I would have been smart enough to realize being from the area, mm-hmm. and I and this comes true to my regular life. Like I'm in, if I'm in a bar, yeah, I'm like Cinderella. When midnight hits, I'm out. I'm on my way home because I know after midnight things get rough, meaning you can't find anywhere to get back to back to Jersey from. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, anyway. What, there were no segments for the Rumble here, right? I didn't miss anything. No, there weren't. I mean, you can't make the event even longer. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they talked about like who they picked in the pre-show, but that's really about it, and it really isn't much to remember. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess we can start right up on the Rumble match, right? Uh. Well. Mm, what do you the, want to bring up? Well, we got to bring up the first two. Well, let's go through one through five, and then we'll bring up the first two entrants. So Okay, so you have, oh, we're at 90-second intervals. Yes, so it's going to be every seven and a half minutes. Yes. So, entries one through five to begin. One, Elias. Two, Jeff Jarrett. Three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Four, Kurt Angle. Five, Big E. And I have eliminated during this segment... Uh, Jarrett and Angle, which must have made Karen very sad. <laughs> okay. I, I want to start off with... Sure. At least the idea of the beginning. Yeah, no problem. The the Elias-Jarrett idea. They're going for the entertainment angle here. Which, you know, if you're a fan of the current product and you've been watching a long time, it's like, okay... Jared and Elias having a little, you know, interaction here. It's a music battle. Right. Do you know how long this took, Jim? It seemed like forever. My first thought was, this poor audience, they've been waiting for four and a half hours at this point, probably, for this second Rumble match. And now they're... this. See, I thought maybe I was exaggerating because all I could think about was the people, but I guess you're going to tell me I wasn't. Six minutes jesus christ it took six minutes from the moment elias was introduced to him talking 
to Jared coming out, to Jared talking, to the idea of them performing, to Elias finally beating up Jared to begin. Six minutes. During those six minutes, the announcers come up with more musical references that today's generation would not get if we told them who they were. It's uh, like, do you have any of them? Because I didn't. I don't know why I didn't write any uh, of those down. They were, they were the Beatles, mm-hmm. Sonny and Cher, Captain and Tennille, oh Millie Vanilli. It's like, yeah, just, just you know, yeah. Let's just make our younger audience think that you're even older. Like Beatles, I get. Sure. Sonny and Cher to a degree, I get. Yeah. Then you go into like Captain and Tennille, <laughs> Millie Vanilli. It's like, okay, you guys are now stretching it. Right. Like, oh my God. And all I, all I could think of, like you said, was the, the poor audience. I really felt for them. For some reason, well, because I watched the hour and a half, and I struggled for that, and then they had to do three more hours. That's mm-hmm. that's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right though. This went on way too long, and I have written down that one of the announcers say, "We've been here four and a half hours." <laughs> yes. Which is why I'm telling you. So if they've been there for four and a half hours, when this starts, this is like an hour match. Yeah. So this ended at like 12:30 a.m. Yeah, I mean, this, like, the opening didn't help. And and it's not Elias's fault. It's not Jeff Jarrett's fault. They were told what to do. Right. And they just have to go with it. It wouldn't have been bad if they switched in the men's was first. And this happened then. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's see. Can we, uh, the, so we'll, I'll, I'll continue with my notes here. Is mm-hmm. that um, I hate that they added words to Shinke, Shinsuke's song. Oh yeah, which I think I said last episode. You did. Close. When but you, the fans are still singing the you know the chorus. I yeah, caught that. Yeah, it's hard though when someone's we got words. When you New did. Day comes out, was it all of them or was it just Biggie? Why do I just Biggie? When he comes out, they show the crowd. And there's an old guy wearing a ping hat, ping, P-I-N-G. And it looks so funny because it looks like he's thinking to himself, oh, God, this shit again. <laughs> and then I have a note here of something Michael Cole says where he says, I think Big E would be, would be a great main eventer. And I have fuck off, Cole. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I I had a note for my next seg or for the next segment, but I'm just gonna say it now. Please. These pancakes need to be tested. They should not be in a grown man's singlet. I don't care who it is. They should not be inside the clothes of a human being. And I thought when Kevin Owens tried to bribe New Day at Money in the Bank a year prior with a trash bag full of pancakes was disgusting. Also, is that the only spot that Biggie knows? Because did he do that for the last episode? I think so. Did he do it for the episode before that, now that I'm even thinking of it? 
2017? No, we weren't. We weren't in pancakes two years prior. No, not for the watch along. I wasn't disgusted yeah. about a pancake spot. I don't think so. Mm. Okay. I think they were still doing the cereal, th- the cereal thing. You're right. It was fucking bootios or whatever. Bootios. Oh you know, I never tried it, but I heard it was disgusting. <laughs> what a shock. I know, right? <laughs> what else do you have for this segment, though? Oh, they just keep pushing bad jokes down our throats in this first segment. I don't have I, – I, I can't remember any of them. That's how bad they were. Is, yeah, 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 sorry. No, I was just saying they were just so freaking bad. It's just shut up. <laughs> and I think even Corey at one time, he's trying to be polite, but he's probably thinking to himself – Guys, just shut up. Uh, I, you know what? I drowned out the announcers for this entire thing. I, I, I don't know why, but I just couldn't get over feeling bad about the audience. Be- I think it's be- I think it's because so unlike like the last episode, mm-hmm. I didn't. Why well, I, I didn't watch it live, whereas I watched this event live. Right. And I knew how boring the first hour and a half was just for the first rumble. And I'm like, I, I can't even imagine people doing two, two and a half more hours of this. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a lot of my th- stuff. Is I, bad, yeah. I can't wait until when we get to the card, just talking about the card, mm-hmm. we could pinpoint the exact problem yes. of the entire event. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we could pinpoint it, and I, I don't think it would take a rocket scientist to even figure it out. Mm. It's that easy. Yeah. Uh, how much time do we have left? 15 seconds. Great. Let's just wait out the clock like a Royal Rumble veteran. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Okay, so now we go to... Six through ten. Six, Johnny Gargano. Seven, Jinder Mahal. Eight, Samoa Joe. Nine, Kurt Hawkins. Ten, Seth Rollins. I have during this segment eliminated Mahal, Big E, and Elias. I'll let you start off this conversation. Um, I'll tell you, I when I watched it, I popped a little bit because Johnny Gargano was in the Royal Rumble because the night before... He had a very good match with Ricochet, who surprised I was surprised is not in this match. Because I think we're going to see a little later on somebody who lost at TakeOver ends up being in the match, continuing the what seems to be a tradition of if you lose a big match, you still get a spot in the Royal Rumble. Hmm, I don't think I noticed that. Uh, probably because I don't follow as much as you, so that's like... A thing is, if they lose, they've been showing up? I, I guess, yeah. Uh, so the Mahal brothers stay around, which then made me question, of course, are managers allowed? Mm-hmm. And we couldn't really quite get an answer because Mahal was in the ring for a total of 30 seconds. Right, which, I mean, I'm not surprised about. It's It seems to me, and again, I'm not... I haven't really been following every week, as everyone knows. But based on our conversation, I believe, on the last episode, mm-hmm. it sounds like Mahal's career kind of went down with a certain match 
happening in <laughs> India. <laughs> mm, best. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll 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 tell you where I think it went downhill. Mm. And 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 it's not what you think okay. because um prior to that India tour they did a tour of Europe and it was sometime before the tour because they were doing the Survivor series and they were doing the whole Raw versus SmackDown theme okay. for Survivor series so one of the matches was supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal, champion versus champion. Alright. And Brock's like, uh no. I I am not wrestling Jinder Mahal. You have got to be shitting me. So they basically took the title off of Jinder, put it on to AJ Styles to have AJ and Brock at Survivor Series. Ugh. That's right. Give part-timers what they want. Um, by the way, I forgot to mention, I'd love to see Shinsuke Nakamura get fired. So you could go to AEW? Well, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be AEW. I'd like to see him go back in New Japan. Yeah, not he was really good. Gonna go to a- not everyone's going to go to AEW. I, if they do, then that's a freaking... I'm not for that. I'm for... Like, only a very small percentage of XWE guys go that's, to AEW. That's the new trend nowadays. It's like, oh, do you hope they go to AEW? No, I want a balanced out wrestling world. I do too. Where people go to Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling and New Japan. And Shinsuke going back to New Japan, I'd like to see. Uh, I definitely would love to see Samoa Joe fired. Yeah. Um, he can go to numerous places. Uh, oh, many places. go to Impact. Um... Eh, Gargano, I'm not that into it. It seems like you're more into him. Um, Rollins, he can stay because mm-hmm. I never cared about Tyler Black. Oh, by the way, Kurt Hawkins is the best story of this entire show. Yeah, because at this point in time, he and, and this is a legit statistic, he has lost 256 matches in a row. <laughs> this is a legitimate... They even had a t-shirt uh, with how many losses he had. In a row. We 100% talked about it. I don't know if it was on this show or in private. Because right. the shirt looked like the Mets. Yeah, it did. It's great. Um, An announcer says something about the Carpenters. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when Elias gets eliminated. I, and somebody made a comment. I'm like, I'm done with music. <laughs> I am done with music. Not today's pop music scene. Not, <laughs> not the... 70 podcast appearances I have made for now. That's what I'm right. podcasting. Uh, you wish I, there's not even 70 episodes. I know. I'm, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's that first however many minutes of this match has made me give up on music. Surprisingly, the, car- the Carpenters have no contributions on now. That's what I call <laughs> <laughs> No. And another thing is like, I think JBL brings up Paul McCartney and Bruce Springsteen and... <laughs> Jerry Lawler, of all people, is like, oh, you mean McCartney and Michael Jackson? McCartney sang with Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, I, I wish I was more in tune to the announcers this way. So wait, did JBL, wait a minute, did JBL, uh, is this the new JBL? Instead of making random sports references, he's making random music references? 
Because oh. I'm all for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then and then it's Michael Cole who makes a r- random sports reference during the match. But he hates it. Remember, I he know. he he yelled at Matt Stryker in 2011 for who freaking... cares? <laughs> By the way, listen to that in the archives, folks. Oh man, yeah, that that'll be if we ever do a best of jam, <laughs> that will be in there. A hundred percent. Well, she got. I know we don't have that much time left, but what do you got? Oh gosh. Um, you know, I, I I didn't write this down, but I really liked how Samoa Joe in this match, especially early on, was presented as this badass, gonna beat everyone up, doesn't care who you are, he's just gonna knock you down. Mm-hmm. And I and I enjoyed that. Because the character, the character was starting to get into that momentum of that Joe that we all know from TNA and Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see that, and they were pushing him hard. You could tell in this match. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't really have anything else. What's that? how much time's left on the clock? Can't be much. 34 seconds. All right. So, I mean, we could talk about the Carpenters. <laughs> and why uh, did birds suddenly appear? You know, it's either that song or the, that, that one Christmas song that gets played. Like, Merry Christmas. You know that one? Oh, I hate that song. Really? Yes. That's my, it's not like, you know what? Fuck, the Carpenters have been on now. That's what I call podcasting. <laughs> why would I even know that? Okay, so we go to 11 to 15, 11, Titus O'Neil, 12, Kofi Kingston, 13, Mustafa Ali, 14, Dean Ambrose, 15, No Way Jose. I have during this segment eliminated Titus, Hawkins, Shinsuke, Gargano, and No Way Jose. Why don't you start the discussion? Okay, um, I jokingly wrote when Titus came out, where's the stop sign? Because they were... (laughs) Because they were hyping up. Oh, he's back, folks. Titus O'Neil, he's going to make the run again. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you just could have just put a stop sign right there and all the world would have been fine. Well, you also missed the fact that he prays before coming to the ring. Yes, he did. He was like, oh, Lord, I'm not I'm not in a Muslim country. Please don't let me humiliate myself. We forgot to mention that um, Hawkins actually went under the ring when he came. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. And then Titus sees Hawkins and goes under the ring so they can have some alone time together. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then Kurt with the elimination, which got a nice pop. It was the best spot of the night, probably. It was. It really was. But I just felt bad for Titus O'Neil because, I mean, he's such a nice guy. He's the father of the year. You know? Okay, yeah. I wonder wonder if he'll be up for the running. Oh, didn't you tell me the father of the year is given at some weird time? Like, it's not at the end of the year. Yeah, it's like the middle of the year or something. Yeah, when is that? Oh, God. While you you look up that, that, I want to ask everyone out there. What the hell is a no way, Jose? 
That's a good question. I don't get it. What is? What is? I don't understand what his thing is, for real. Uh, you know, it's. I hate. I hate to say it like it is, but it's like a Dominican version of Adam Rose. Okay, Even though, I, 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 I understand that now. I, I, I hate to say that, but other than that, there's nothing. What is there's, Adam Rose? Uh, is Adam Rose no longer in the company as of this recording? Oh, yeah, he left a long time ago. I, see, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Okay, so Titus, the announcement of Titus O'Neil winning the award was in May and June. It was like in between May and June. Okay. Of 2015. All right. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's a weird time. It is. Uh, so I would love to see Mustafa Ali be fired, and well, who knows what's going to happen? What's going on with Dean Ambrose? Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, Kingston and Titus can stay, and so can No Way Jose for all I care. <laughs> uh, what else do you have? Um, Samoa Joe. Throws Ali into the corner. Ali took a bad-looking bump into the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then instead of – well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'll save that one for later. But Kofi has his annual I saved myself from elimination. And it's like because Dean throws him out. And like and, – and Dean looks over – and it's like he looks at it and he's like, "Ah, screw it! I don't even feel like trying to eliminate him. <laughs> I really don't." And all Kofi does is he just rolls back to the steps. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you're sort of getting to the point of where the gimmick is getting old when you really can't find the most creative ways, because like. With 2012, when he did the handstand, uh, the pogo, the pogo jump with the chair in 2013, those were creative spots. Yeah. Even even 2018, when he got saved by a platter of pancakes, to a degree, that was creative. Mm. This one is just, oh, I'm gonna put my foot on a on a big LED board. There, right. I saved myself. Well, who knows? Maybe, you know, at the upcoming Royal Rumble, uh, he'll be a champion and not have to think of a spot. Maybe that's what they're, where they're going to go for next year. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, by the time we get to Royal Rumble 2020, Kofi Kingston will be, like, one of the longest reigning champions of recent memory. By the way, I do have confirmation that the Carpenters were on now. That's what I call podcasting. They were on now Christmas one with Merry Christmas, Darling. And that's the song. It is yeah, their only song. contribution on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you get look, folks. You're getting music references that we didn't want to bring up, but we are. I should and look. <laughs> We're not even halfway through the match. I should look up everyone else. All right, let's see. Oops. I think I just did some of my computer. All right. All right. Well, let's see. They mentioned the Beatles. The Beatles 100% were not on the series yet. 
I don't how, think, how much time do we have left? So I know how we much have uh, a minute forty-five. All right, who else? Let's play. I don't. I don't think the Beatles will ever be on. I don't think so either, unless they call them now. That's what they call Beatles. Yeah, uh, Sonny and Cher. Oh, well, we Cher's, have... Cher's been on, right? Uh, I'm gonna look in a second, but I do know that they mentioned Paul McCartney earlier, and yep. Paul McCartney comes in with two contributions. Yeah, a wonderful Christmas time from now Christmas disc two. And wonderful Christmas time from now essential Christmas. Wonderful. Uh, how about Captain and Tennille? Oh, no way. I'll look, but I don't. Yeah. No. All right. And Millie Vanilli? No way. <laughs> you know, I, I was sort of waiting in the back of my mind in a sick way. I was waiting for them to come up with like other musical bands where at least one member is dead. I'm like, okay, when are you gonna mention Crisscross? Okay, when are you gonna mention Nirvana? When are you gonna when are you gonna mention um uh uh Leonard Skinner? You know, when are you gonna mention all these guys? Yeah, yeah. I you know what I would love actually if they do stay on the music thing, that while they're mentioning every like all these older artists, you have one announced, so that's all for new artists. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? That Paul McCartney has nothing on Ariana Grande. <laughs> uh, but the unfortunate thing is you have Corey Graves, who's pretty much the punk rocker. I don't think he's going to do that. That's true. So. Maybe, uh, maybe they can have Renee Young start doing that. It would make me like her more. Five, eight, seven, six, five, So now we get to 16 through 20. 16, Drew McIntyre. 17, Xavier Woods. 18, Pete Dunne. 19, Andrade. And 20, Apollo Crews. And I have during this segment eliminated Woods and Kingston. Uh, I'll start off the conversation because I have a question for you. Yes. So Drew apparently took out John Cena. Yes. Which, thank you, by the way, Mr. McIntyre. Um <laughs> Did they do Drew versus Cena at WrestleMania? No. Because it certainly seems like that would be what the natural go-to would be. See, the the reason... Pardon me. The reason why they did that story was because John Cena was going to film another movie. And I don't know if this was the one where he was... Doing it with Jackie Chan. Because there's a movie coming out with John Cena and Jackie Chan. Okay. I don't know if that's the one or if it's another movie. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I liked him in Ferdinand. You know, I, I I wanted to see it. I haven't had a chance yet. I think Cena would make a good voice actor. Yeah, you should get the, uh, not Movie Pass, because Movie Pass hasn't worked forever. I oh, I have Cinemia. Oh, you do? Okay. I'm on, yes. I'm on it, the AMC one. It's pretty fun. Okay. So, um, It's surprising how much movies are, and when you get to watch them on a subscription, you're like, oh, wow, this kind of paid for itself within two or three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Um, Xavier Saves Kofi, which we kind of discussed. Already. Yeah, this one might have been the worst of the two. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that. Um, Jerry Lawler is shocked that Michael Cole has a pick for the Royal Rumble. Why is he shocked that he has a pick? 
I know, right? Do you know who his pick was? Because uh, he picked, picked uh, he picked Drew McIntyre. All right, that's a that's a legit yeah. good pick. Sure, he took out Cena. Mm-hmm. And Cena will never fight him again. Right. Uh oh. So I have a note here about Pete Dunne. Yes. Who I feel is like when I look at him, he's the epitome of generic. His name is so generic. The bruiser weight. Well, even just the name Pete Dunne. <laughs> His theme song was generic. His gear is generic. And then, like, I watched him in the ring. I'm like, his moves are even generic. No, I, this is probably the most generic man I've, I've seen in quite a while in pro wrestling. And that has, that the only thing fun I could think of him was him was I have written down Pete Dunne, brother of Steven. <laughs> oh, no. As part of the, uh, see, that would make him fun. If Pete Dunne, I guess, is Steven Dunne alive? Oh, that's for a the, good for, for those that don't know who I'm talking about, so there was a tag team in the <laughs> mid-90s? Yeah. Called Well Done, and it was Timothy Well and Steven Dunne. And, I mean, they were, to be fair, they weren't much of a team. They were a lower card team. But, I mean, that would make Pete Dunne fun if they made a new Well Done. Um, and how many times did I say Dunne in the last minute? <laughs> a lot. Uh, Stephen Dunn passed away in 2009. Okay. I didn't know uh, that. Did you know oh, that? Obviously I, you didn't. I, I didn't remember how he died. I knew he was dead. Mm-hmm. I just forgot how he died. How did he die? He died from a having a blood clot from his lung reaching his heart. Ooh. Oh, you know what they could have done? If, if it makes you happy. Yeah. They could have made it. To where Pete Dunn is the son of Stephen Dunn. Oh, that'd be good. Actually, and, what's Timothy Well doing? And Timothy Well could have been like his godfather. That'd be great. Anything's uh, better than what he's current. Whatever I'm watching, whatever I was watching during this match, I can tell you that much. Uh, Timothy Well is dead. Oh my god, I can't win with game that's Pete Dunn interesting. Whatever. He uh, died. What do you from think? Kidney failure. Uh, how far apart? Now I'm kind of scared to know, but how far apart? Do you know? Uh, about eight years apart. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like one after the other. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, what, so what are your thoughts on Pete Dunne now that shit all over Um, well, you know, if you actually watch his matches, mm-hmm. um, they're not that bad. Um, I could see why he was the WWE United Kingdom champion for almost two years. Oh my God. What a... Doesn't sound like a great two years to be in the um, United Kingdom. Uh, remember whose opinions these are, are to our British listeners here. Uh, um, no, I, I I don't mind them. I you know I'm okay with them. Not right. no, I got nothing against the guy. I, mean, I guess to be fair, the what like what other British wrestler going on in 2019? Would I give it to if it wasn't Pete Dunne? I don't know any other ones. Then again, we I talked about, how, I think on the last episode, like how I just don't get the UK championship and mm-hmm. the six-man championship and the Impact Wrestling Grand Championship. My right. trio of what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, what do you think about uh, Andrade? I like Andrade. I he, Parman, he has improved from 2018 to now. Mm. Um, I honestly. I could see him being world champion someday. Okay. He's that good. As long as long as they keep him and Zelina uh, together, I think he could go all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Although um, there are rumors, actually these aren't rumors. This is a fact. He is dating Charlotte Flair. Oh, okay. Well, you know, who knows when this airs, maybe they broke up. That's right. how far in advance we're doing this. And, and there was a picture that Andrade put up on Instagram where he was smiling and Charlotte may or may not have been making Andrade feel tranquilo. Oh, okay. If you know what I mean. Yes. Um... Okay, I like I said, it's really weird to talk about. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Uh-huh. Twenty-one to twenty-five is now where we go. Twenty-one, Alistair Black, twenty-two, Sheldon Benjamin, twenty-three, Baron Corbin, twenty-four, Jeff Hardy, twenty-five, Rey Mysterio. And I have during this segment eliminated Ambrose, Joe, Cruz, Black, and Dunn. Uh, I have one question on here, and then I'm done, so uh, <laughs> and maybe we should talk about the rest of the card after this and your whatever you have. Uh, my question is, is Jeff Hardy trying to fly with one arm? <laughs> I wrote that he looked like he had an upset stomach because he was holding yeah, his arm in one hand and he's like <laughs> oh man um, I'll just go through my other notes because I don't have a lot right, in this. Uh, there's a, a, a woman in the crowd looks like could be in the grandma stage of her life she's dancing to Alistair Black's theme Okay. So she's probably been one of those metal heads for forever. Um, everybody hates Baron. The crowd hates him. Um, I mean, the, the the gimmick is over. That's how great he is. I love him being this asshole, you know, type character, and it's and it goes over. It's an actual good gimmick. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote Mohawk Mask. Because Ray has a mohawk on his mask, and it looks like it's a mohawk mask. Mm. So that's really all I. <laughs> I did not have a lot until oh, at nah, you know what? I'll bring it up now. Um, this was from the last segment, and actually, I think we got it in this one as well. During the replays that they showed during the match, the Golden Crisp logo is shown. Mm. Remember Golden Crisp? Sure. They were the sponsors of the Royal Rumble. They still exist? Yeah, I know, right? How about that? <laughs> Gonna have another that sugar kiss. Wow. All right. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the show. Right. The other four and a half hours. Well, right. Uh, because we have plenty of time. Yeah. Well, you, we want to spend a lot of time on this nonsense because this is the biggest problem of this event. Yeah. 
we had three pre-show matches. And this first one makes no freaking sense whatsoever. In a non-title match, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeated Scott Dawson and Razor. Had Dawson and Razor won the match, both of their respective teams would have earned a future tag team title match. Shinsuke defeated Rusev to become the new United States champion. I told you about that one. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And Buddy Murphy uh, defended the Cruiserweight title, beating Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto in a pretty good four-way match. Uh, on to the main show. Asuka defeated Becky Lynch to stay the SmackDown Women's Champion. The Miz and Shane McMahon defeated Cesaro and Sheamus to become the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Ronda Rousey defeated Sasha Banks to stay the Raw Women's Champion. Then we had the Women's Royal Rumble match, which we'll discuss in another episode. Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles to stay the WWE Champion. And Brock Lesnar defeated Finn Balor to stay the Brock Lesnar Memorial Champion. Very good. By submission. By submission, yes. According to what I'm reading here, because I didn't fucking stay up for that. Hmm. Um, okay, a lot of problems here. Why are there so many fucking matches? You can easily eliminate it. Let's say we were trying to do our 2011 format. Okay. By the way, our 2011 show is really getting a lot of hype on this episode. I know, right? Uh, so there were only four matches in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the Royal Rumble, there was... The Divas match and two other matches I can't think of right now. So, we know that the other, there's two Royal Royal matches here, the women's and the men's. So, we keep those. We keep them on. What would be the other two that you'd have? I would have it be one women's match and one championship match. But the question then becomes, which one do I keep? I certainly would not have friggin' The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Bar. Oh, no, no, definitely not. So that's no, out. That we both matter. agree that's out. Okay. Yeah, that's out. What else? What, like, do you, first off, do you, I should have mentioned this. Do you agree with that format? This format or the four match format? The one that I'm proposing. Oh, yeah, the so, four match format is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. We both we both agree there has to be one women's title match. Yes. And it's so hard, and and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to pick the one in a minute. Okay. I think you'd have to go Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks just on the name value, mm-hmm. because Ronda Rousey is still popular at this time, and Sasha Banks is popular. Mm-hmm. It's nothing against Oscar. It's nothing against Becky Lynch. If you had to pick one, I think WWE goes by name value. Okay. By the way, her name, Asuka or Asuka? Asuka. Asuka. Okay. I know. First time I saw it, I thought it was Asuka, so don't feel bad. This is a real show and scene situation. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, because we've already eliminated the tag title match. Right. So it comes down to the WWE title and the Universal title. Uh, Excuse me. Oh, the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. Sorry. Well, since we already have the Raw Women's title being defended, and Brock Lesnar may or may not show up, depending on how his schedule is, 
I'd put the WWE title in the other match. Mm-hmm. So you could do the women's title match, the women's Royal Rumble, the WWE title, and the men's Royal Rumble. Okay, so now for me, I am going to... Uh, and by the way, give me a, a heads up if I uh, if we're entering like a minute time period here. Well, we have forty four seconds. Really? Ah, okay. I would do. Uh, I would agree with you, Rousey for the name value, and Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles because just save uh, Lesnar goes per appearance. Just save the appearance for another time. It's not mm-hmm. like people are gonna not buy the Royal Rumble because he is uh, not there. If right. If people do, it's like 100 of your subscribers out of your like 1 million. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Um, so now I went too fast because the clock isn't even here yet. And that's going to do it because we have our last group of five. 26, Bobby Lashley, 27, Braun Strowman, 28, Dolph Ziggler, 29, Randy Orton, and number 30 was originally our truth but he gets beaten up by Nia Jax, and Nia takes his spot. And I have, during this segment, going into the final four, eliminated Lashley, Corbin, Hardy, McIntyre, Jax, Mysterio, and Orton. Uh, would you like to start off the conversation, Bill? Yeah, I'd like to start with a question here. Mm-hmm. Did Bobby Lashley botch his elimination? Because hmm. it looked like it. It did. I agree. And and and, I, and I'll be honest. I think Bobby Lashley's a cool guy, but he it looks like he botched that elimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, he beats up Seth. And he destroys him, and it's like every single referee in town comes out <laughs> to save him. Uh, I also I like the Braun versus Corbin stuff because it reminded it like reinforced to me if you listen to the last episode and the episode before that that during this period when I wasn't paying attention to anything really pro wrestling, I thought Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin were the same person. Well, there so you go. this just reinforces that they're not. Um, one thing that I had in my notes, and this actually I did have this in my notes. I thought I didn't, but something I noticed when I watched it live when it happened, and I especially noticed at this point in the match, and I want to see if you noticed. Okay. They're rushing the entries. Yeah, because it's like probably twelve fifteen a.m. at this point. Right. Like, Braun comes in, and then within, like, 50 seconds, the next guy comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, they are rushing this. Like, they're trying to get this to the to the end. Theory, do you think maybe wherever they are has a curfew? You know, there might be that possibility. Because I watched a Botchamania... Uh, from not not too far ago, ago, and they showed some show that took place in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. It was for Black Craft Wrestling. I've never heard of this. Black Craft Wrestling. It sounds like Black Craft witch, witchery right there. Yeah. So the show is supposed to start at midnight. It doesn't get started until twelve thirty. 
Mm-hmm. And the curfew is apparently 2.30 a.m. Where? I live in New Jersey. Where is this again? In Jersey City. I didn't know, because I feel like there's some bars that are open till 3. I mean, granted, that's not that much longer. But, right. But so, like, maybe it's an event thing. Is yeah, maybe it's thing? an event thing. Okay. So they, like, like they did the opening bit where, and, and I kid you not, folks, somebody gets crucified. Mm-hmm. In the opening bit, which takes 10 minutes, this is what is on the Botchamania video. Okay. And then they just rush through the rest of it. Like, basically, if you did not see this show, you could watch the entire show on Botchamania within, like, three minutes. <laughs> and you'd feel like, oh, this was a real shitty show. But how can it be? It's witchcraft. Well, the ma- the matches didn't last very long. Well, no shit, you know why. I mean, <laughs> I mean, some of the people in this match lasted longer than some of the matches that took place that night. Where's my JBL? Because uh, I said witchcraft. Where's my JBL um, Frank Sinatra reference? Like that song. Witchcraft. Oh yeah, he didn't make one of Frank Sinatra. God damn it, JBL. Don't... Like, this is actually, now that the JVL might become a music person, I'm more into JVL now. Now you just, anyway, going back to your story. So, so what what was the end result? Oh, um, the show went a little past 2.30 a.m. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the rushing of the entries, yeah. So basically, I just figured, when I saw it live the first time, I noticed it because I, what I like to do is I like to have a stopwatch okay. for the Royal Rumbles because I, you know, I like to keep stats. And I just kept no, like I kept going back and forth from the TV to the stopwatch. I'm like, huh, you know, they're they're rushing at certain points. Mm-hmm. And then I watch it, you know, for this show I didn't have a stopwatch, and I noticed towards the end of the entries coming that they're starting to rush this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, I guess we're going to talk about the Nia Jack stuff now. So yeah. I guess I'll start off because I kind of gave hype to it before. You you did give hype. I'm going to yeah. let you have Well, let, let's start by the, non, first off, with the non, before the intergender stuff, because this next thing doesn't have anything to do with the inter, intergender stuff, but rather a problem that I have with the aspect, uh, with this aspect of the Royal Rumble going forward, because it's actually reiterated earlier in the night too uh that from now on why doesn't everyone just assault people to get into the rumble mm-hmm. like why even bother saying announcing anyone when like if i'm not in the rumble i I would just like hide in a corner with the steel chair right and then once my the person passes by assault them and like i'm in because basically what we've learned in most royal rumbles keyword being most Mm -hmm. is you can't get disqualified right like you could you could take a a chain you know like a chain and whip a guy who's coming out and he you know can't make it and you take his spot and it's like okay you're in Mm -hmm. or if you set a guy on fire and he can't go and it's like oh okay you're you're in yeah the only time that you're in trouble is if you use a shillelagh. Yeah, and, and you're defending the boss's son, allegedly. Right. 
That's 2008, everyone. Check out the previous uh, or our archives for that one. Yeah. So then at one point we have uh, Jax versus Orton, and one of the announcers says, this is what the Ro- Royal Rumble is all about. And I was like... No, it's not. Well, no, I was like, yes, illogical, <laughs> inconsistent rules, sure. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so then we have like a, a bit of a uh, battle here with Naya beating up people, and then eventually people gang up on her. Mm-hmm. So to me... First, let me just say this before I start this. Personally, I'm okay with intergender matches. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them, but at the same time, I don't think pro wrestling understands that an intergender match should be where a guy and a woman are equal. And this is the perfect example of that. Um, why inter- intergender matches won't work in WWE because of this thought uh, philosophy. So when Ray gets goes for the six one nine, the announcers are acting like, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" Announcers act like you're it's a gentleman, wrong. Ray. Right? They act like it's wrong, even though she's a competitor. Mm-hmm. That's totally contradictory of well, they're equal, and it's the contradictory of equality. Basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. Announcers are then forced, basically, force themselves to justify why people are beating up uh, Jax. Yeah, but when she beat when she beats up the male wrestlers, no one says anything in general. Right. First off, it's a uh, double standard. Secondly, it's it's dumb in general because like, what's if why are you doing this if it's if if you're gonna say that it's wrong? And mm-hmm. I think it's a step in. I, I like I said, I don't mind intergender matches, but I hate this shit where it's okay one way, but it's not okay the other. If they're both competitors, let them both go. They're probably not good. Well, maybe not Nia Jax. It's gonna say they'll both put on a fucking good match, but mm-hmm. um, if you want genders to be treated as equal when they're on the same match, treat them as equal competitors. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my rant. Okay, here's where I'm gonna go with this yes. because I had a talk with Fro mm-hmm. privately about this because, um, like I said earlier, at the most recent Impact pay per view. There was an intergender match. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it privately. Um, and, you know, we, we both had our thoughts. And he's okay with it, you know. But I think where we both agreed upon, and, and I want to see where, what you think about the statement I'm about yeah, to sure. make. I am okay. I, I'm on the same boat with you. I'm okay with intergender matches. However, if the intergender match is tasteful, meaning it's not a humiliating experience, it's not, oh, we're going to embarrass the other person, you know, based on their gender or their size or their looks, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing pushes me away. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I kept thinking to myself when you were talking about it. There's a there's an intergender match that is really good and I recommend everyone check this out. It's Claudio Claudio Castagnoli against Sarah Del Rey from Chikara. Mm-hmm. That might be the best intergender match I've ever seen because they are both 
treated as equals. They both wrestle. They, you know, and and I and here is the tasteful part because Claudio is like, oh, I'm just gonna beat you. You're a girl. You might as well just leave. But and and that's the difference between being tasteful and being basically disrespectful. Mm-hmm. If you do it in a tasteful manner, you know, and if it comes off looking good, then I'm gonna like it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's where I stand. Sure, uh, I I get what you're saying. I see. I don't see anything really as taste and untasteful. I think that's you know replace a woman with a guy. Like let's say it's no, this is a great, great example, but still I have. You know, Rey Mysterio's fighting the Big Show, and the Big Show's like, you're too small. That's kind of a heelish thing to do. It is. So, like, why is it different than if a guy says it to a woman, or vice versa? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, and then you, if the story's done right, you'd want to see the woman beat that person up, or if that person really isn't that great, maybe yeah. have someone else. Like, let's say, uh, let's say it's a rookie woman, and then you mm-hmm. have... Tessa Blanchard run out, who yeah. I think is the best women's wrestler as we're recording this. Oh, Fro agrees 100% with that statement. He's he's a huge fan. I love Tessa Blanchard. So, and and then, like, she stands up to him. It's just, like, to me, there's, you can have a, a story with them. But, see, the thing that I have a problem with, especially, I feel like, with WWE, with this, it's always... I'd like to see more black and white because I feel like whenever there is, maybe not using WWE as a bad example, but recent intergender matches I've seen, it's like the woman, it's almost a given the woman's going to win, I feel like. Like, I don't think the guy, like, because I do feel like it's not, Claudio versus Sarah Del Rey is amazing because... I feel like both sides, I go into that thinking both sides can win. Exactly. Because they're both that good. Whereas the ones I've seen recently, I'm like, no, you're just kind of making it so the woman has something to do. And I don't really feel like the guy has to win. I want to see more equal competitiveness in regards to that, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a hot take on Impact that I was thinking of. I want to know what your thoughts on this was. So I was doing a lot of thinking, and... There's a big part of me that kind of feels like with, you know, um, AEW coming up, uh, you know, in play basically now, as we're recording this Ring of Honor, there's rumors that um, they might get bigger uh, due to certain a certain agreement with another station or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, impact is impact and they're kind of slowly getting behind how about this for a hot take i don't think i would mind it if impact became an all women's promotion Hmm. because i can tell you right now i care way more about the women in that promotion than i do about the guys (sighs) see it's not a bad idea yeah and and i think they would have the talent and they've always put women first. They've been the, the first ones that did the knockout championship and mm-hmm. featured women in main events, whereas WWE is just following 
through with, right. their, with their own political agenda, which I don't think half the women earn in WWE, but that's probably for another episode. But, and I'm only saying this to play devil's advocate. Sure. Why didn't they do that idea 10 years ago when the knockouts were at arguably their their highest peak? Two reasons. Number one, the the demand isn't there as wasn't there as much ten years ago. Okay, that's number one. I mean, they still did, and they gave the knockouts their own pay per view way before anyone else even thought. Yeah, they did. To have they a did. women's pay per view. Did it do well? I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. It's the fact that they did it, and also I think they should get more credit too because they did it on a platform where people just paid for it for that one show. Whereas mm-hmm. WWE just comes with your $10 subscription. Yeah. There's not much risk there. The and second you... reason is because the they don't have the power, I don't think, financially, to get the bigger male stars. Mm-hmm. And therefore, their male roster seems weaker. And in general, they are really all about character development. I mean, when I watch Impact uh, during this period of when we're recording... I am way more interested in things like, you know, people like Tessa Blanchard and the undead realm rather than Johnny fucking Impact. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's one of the reasons I think even more they should do it is because I don't think they have the the resources to get bigger name guys and they're already focusing a lot on the women. So why not just go all the way and be known as the women's promotion um yeah that's pretty much it and and i'm okay and i'll make you an, an argument for your cause sure the most probably the most watched video from impact on the internet within the last year was when ali got killed off sure i mean it was so good mm-hmm. Like, it had its one, like, bizarre, dumb moment where um, Kira Hogan hits Sue Young with a blunt object. And you could have you could have added a cartoon sound effect to that. Mm-hmm. But just the way they presented that was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, holy shit, they could actually do something. If they, you know, if they put more time and effort into it into into that kind of production and i'm not saying you know for the women i'm just saying in general mm-hmm. impact could be fun to watch right i'm just saying in general also that they've built built up their women characters way more than the men oh yeah I, oh yeah and, and like i said some of their big acts are probably going to go to whatever promotion um I, mean, I know two in particular going to aew and i don't know if or if they're already there, obviously, by the time this airs. But like I said, that's that's my hot take on that. Is I I really unless by the time this airs, like I feel like they've really made a improvement on their men's division. I'm like, no, make it a women's show. Just do it already, because mm-hmm. you're already there. By the way, we're still talking about the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble. Yes, and we're, out we're to still the talking final about that. We're down to the final four. It's Braun versus Ziggler versus Andrade versus Rollins. Uh, Strowman eliminates Andrade. uh, And then we have Strowman versus Ziggler versus Rollins. Strowman eliminates Ziggler, so we're down to Rollins. 
and um, and Strowman, and then Rollins eliminates Strowman. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is your winner of the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble. Uh, what are your thoughts on Seth winning? I don't. It was the predictable winner, and I feel like even though this Royal Rumble wasn't terrible per se, right? It's not worth staying up for five hours to watch. Oh man. Okay. I I, I do have some notes. Um, I, I even want to go back a little bit. Okay. There's one note I want to point out, sure. and it was a comment uh, one of the announcers made. Because I think it's Randy. He's set up in position for the 619. And one of the announcers goes, oh, better dial up the zip code. Mm. Dial up the zip code. Yeah, dial up. Yeah, but the zip code? Yeah. No, it's the area code. Oh, it's the zip code, Bill. The zip code is for failing. <laughs> oh, don't pull this shit with me. Okay, anyway. Um, when we get you down... you take me to geography school? Yeah, I will take you to geography school. <laughs> uh, uh, when it gets down towards the end, I wrote in capital letters, do something. It's like... They're just standing there. Yeah, who needs that at five hours in? Exactly. And then when Braun comes back, because Braun went through the ropes. We forgot to mention that. Uh-huh, okay. Um, Jerry Lawler got confused. He's like, oh, my God, I, I forgot he was still in it. It's like, yeah, Jerry's just confused. He, <laughs> And then I wrote down, and I think this might be the key note to at least the ending of this match. This feels long. Oh my god, yeah. Um, and, and I agree with you. I don't think this is a bad rumble. Honestly, I don't think this is one of the worst rumbles of all time. Mm-hmm. But it just drags on, on at points. And then when you finally get to the end where Seth does win, and I have to agree with you, it is a predictable win, it's like, yay, it's over. Who won? Oh, that guy. Yay. Mm. I agree. And and I hate that feeling for a Royal Rumble. I really do. Mm -hmm. Yep, so there we are, the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble. Um, Let's talk about Seth Rollins' path to WrestleMania. Okay, well, the following night on Raw, Seth Rollins would make his selection, and he would challenge Brock Lesnar for the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship at WrestleMania. Um, now, this part I'm about to tell you, Jim, I don't know if you have heard this or not. Okay. So, um, the main event for WrestleMania... Ends up being the women's match. Right, which they did announce ahead of time. Yes, which they did announce ahead of time. Brock Lesnar, apparently the day of the show, went to Vince McMahon and said that he wanted his match to be the main event of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And Vince is like, no, it's not going to happen. And for once, Vince had the grapefruits to stick to his guns. So, 
during the pre-show of WrestleMania, they decide, okay, well, since Brock's not going to be in the main event, we're going to put him in the opening match of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So Seth and Brock open up WrestleMania, and Seth has a clear path, by the way, to this match. There's right. no, you know, there's no shenanigans. Yeah, unlike the women's match, which, oh my god. Oh yeah, that 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 might be another one where you guys are going to need your notepads for. <laughs> um, and Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar, and he wins the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. So, two questions. The first being, wh- do you think that it hurts the championship that it went first? Uh, in most cases, I would say yes. However, because of who held the title and how much publicity they put into him i don't think it hurt it as much okay i don't think it hurt the title you know what i do think it hurt the royal rumble Mm -hmm. um i don't think the winner should ever go first right We, we we have discussed that and we've agreed on that yes now the second question i have for you is at what point do we stop Meaning me and you, stop calling the championship the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. That's a good question. I mean, I feel like it should be the until like the amount of days he's held it has been beaten. All right. Uh, uh, but combined. Oh, the combined. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me let me look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna look into it as well, and we'll figure out. Yeah. Oh, well, Finn Balor was the first Brock Lesnar Memorial Champion. Yep, held it for a day. Great. And then it was vacant. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just seeing this now. He held it for a day and then it was vacated. Yeah, he got injured during the match where he oh won the title. Oh my god! What a ho- what a shit way to start up a championship. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Brock Lesnar held it for five. Why is it five hundred and? 504 days before 503 are recognized. It's messed up. So I combined the two times. Yes. So someone has to go past 660 days. Well, well, that's going to be combined, meaning that Brock Lesnar doesn't have it. Right. So that can be anyone. Like if it's Seth Rollins has uh, 60 days and then someone else has 200 Mm-hmm. It's still going to be the Brock Lesnar Memorial, Champion, Memorial Championship until that magic number is beaten. And what is that number again? 660. All right. So that that's going to be where our limit is. And and I and I want to say for the record, I don't think it should end if the title retires and no one has passed it. If it oh, if no one passes it, it should stay the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. I 100% agree. Alrighty. So there it is. The Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship more than likely will live on because I do think there's a better chance they get rid of the title than so than uh, combined people actually beat the ring. Right. Um. Real quick. Yes. If you're curious. Sure. The one who has the best shot right now 
if they ever give it back to him, is Kevin Owens. He had the title for 188 days. Did he Did he actually main event? Mm, yeah, he main evented some pay-per-views. What, like two? Like three. Where was he during all of them? <laughs> All he was injured. He was injured at this time. Oh, all right. So. Well, hopefully, as long as they don't give it back to Goldberg. Apparently, he was a, uh, he was a Brock Lesnar Memorial Champion as well. I think he's done. He had that one reign. That's it. All right. All right. So you can find me on at That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram. That's Podcasting.com. Bill, why don't you tell people where they can find you? And then let's head out of here. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Uh, you can check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which comes each and every Friday. So check that out. And if you want to see what I do with my life, uh, follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. Um, what do we have up next? Is uh, yeah, 2002? 2002 Royal Rumble. Yep, that's um, what I... I don't remember what... I'm trying to think. I thought, I think there's something in something super interesting happens there. Yeah. So the 2002 Royal Rumble will be the next Royal Rumble match that we do. So we'll join you guys for that one. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast, and the men's 2019 Royal Rumble has been eliminated. <laughs>